The heart of your being is the vast, open, objectless space of loving awareness in which resides a deep sense of peace and trust. I use the term space as it's a helpful metaphor for that which is our truest essence. This space is untainted by any perception, emotion, thought, or feeling. It is objectless as before a thought arises to objectify ourselves as a body or persona, there is no direct experience of being something that's fixed, that could be uniquely named or could be focused upon. It's the timeless, spacious feeling of peace and unshakable trust that is occasionally experienced and certainly longed for when one apparently goes back into a divided sense of self. In other words, identifying oneself as a body in mind, which I refer to here as the conditioning of mind, or simply put, conditioned mind. And it's through such conditioning where all objective experience is created. One way you might envision this metaphorical space is a cloudless sky, which through the sense perception of sight apparently sees clouds forming that seem to obscure the pristine essence of the blue sky. Yet the sky itself isn't altered in any way due to the apparent temporary addition of clouds. You could say that though the clouds appear to displace a bit of the sky, all that's truly happening is attention shifting away from that which is unchanging to a temporary form or object identified by the mind as clouds. Now, you are obviously not the clouds 
as you are not temporary. In fact, your essence is ever-present and pristine just as is. Whereas the mind, through years of conditioning, would have other notions and deeply rooted concepts of what makes you, you. In moments of deep reflection, asking what it means to be you, do you sense the fundamental reality of simply being? Before the mind begins adding on layers upon layers of identification, If you can open up and attend to this fundamental aspect of self, then listening becomes effortless and trust emerges as the primary driver in how you function. Do you feel the sense of peace and trusting what is? If what's happening for you right now is a feeling of distress or some other form of agitation because of the persistent attention on a world out there with all of its troubles, then there's good news. For I have the capacity to redirect my attention to what I know most intimately, which is myself, the one who remains present observing what appears to be an ever-changing landscape of clouds and no clouds. every occasion of hearing someone say that they trust in what I'm saying. Maybe it's their way of voicing their recognition of what I'm pointing to, acknowledging what is already known. And it's wonderfully obvious, isn't it? when there is a sincere recognition. So, if it is an acknowledgement of that which is already known to be true, indicating 
that it's unmistakably intimate, then it has nothing to do with trusting in something, a someone, or anything perceived to be outside of self. When it's really about trust, the deeper we feel a sense of it, there's less need to verbally express it. Your attention naturally goes to the felt presence of trust without the habitual compulsion to announce, I trust you. What remains is the organic, natural openness that may or may not find outward expression. During the inquiry portion of a talk I was giving, someone said that they trusted me. I asked them to clarify what they meant by their use of the word. The question seemed to amuse them. With a bit of laughter, they said, Are you saying you don't trust me? Just then we found ourselves laughing so incredibly hard. Then I noticed all the attendees had joined us in the amusement. As the laughter eventually became an occasional chuckle, they said, I guess I just needed you to know that there is real trust between us. It was such an incredibly sweet experience. I assured them that I understood. And my reply was an encouragement to see if there is any real distance between the two of us. Further asking if they could say with any certainty that there is a me sitting a few feet away from them apart from their perceptions of seeing and hearing. After reflecting for a moment, the response was perfect. They said, I can't say with certainty that I know of a you sitting in front of me, talking with me. If I were to remove my sense of hearing and seeing. Then I asked, in what exactly is your trust placed? Again, the response was sincere and truthful. 
saying, I trust this, this experience, what is happening right now. And there it is. Clarity at its best. Continuing, they said, What you seem to be sharing with me is really just a reminder of what I already know. I looked around the room and asked everyone if they see what's truly happening. I asked if they felt the presence of sincerity. Then I asked, who's posing the question and who is it that's listening? On the surface, it would appear that someone was asking to be seen and another someone saw them. Though, when we look closer, we find that awareness, otherwise referred to as stillness, God or cosmic love, it is aware of itself. Awareness is aware of awareness. Love is aware of itself and itself alone, which is not at a distance from myself. Through our dialogue, they'd come to consider the possibility of the word being utilized to elevate importance, which is understandable given the ubiquity of trust used in a social context. I encouraged them, however, to look a bit deeper, that they might see trust as a natural expression and feeling that comes from deep within and therefore independent of an outside world. At best, trust might be expressed outwardly as a way of saying, I am in acceptance of what is, that I see the beauty and untainted nature of this moment, being open to the experience just as it is. So what was a trusting in something which requires desired circumstances and outcomes dissolves into the feeling of pure, unwavering trust without any additional qualifier. 
It is trust for its own sake. An intimate experience that is known directly. In sociology, trust is described as something that exists between two or more people, indicating that it's purely a social construct and apparently a thing to which one acquires and by extension of that logic can also lose like losing your keys how bizarre to think or worse believe that trust is something which can be taken or removed from you like a favorite possession or a piece of clothing. If trust is real, then it is fundamental to your very being and it is quite real. It's the lens which we've perceived through since our earliest experiences, later to be overshadowed by adopting a persona and the experience of pain and trauma, of being dismissed, abused, abandoned by those around us. Of course, trust feels absent if you're experiencing trauma or other fear-based thoughts. The best thing to do in such instances is to give yourself plenty of space to be with the experience. Allow the feelings, emotions, and bodily agitation to subside. Don't try to rationalize the experience, nor go into denial or avoidance. That will only perpetuate it. If you do feel or perceive the absence of trust, this is not an indication of an error or that you're wrong or broken in any way. It is simply the current feeling and perception. And the perfect opportunity to come back into remembrance of trust and love. In other words, your true self. In one way, you could say that it's simply a forgetting of your true nature. And forgetting happens. It's not a problem to solve or 
an error to correct. Instead of asking, why can't I get rid of this dreadful pain? It would be better to ask, aren't I more than this temporary thought, feeling, or emotion? Or better still, just open up to the current experience and see clearly that you are not temporary or transient. You are present and aware. Look at this as an encouragement in being open to trusting this, this which is happening. And what do I mean when I say be with or open up to the experience? It means simply that. To be with the current thoughts, feelings, and emotions, which is the most natural way of being. It's effortless and largely without thought at all. Meaning there's no pushing away nor grasping for any thought, perception, or sensation. You are either feeling and perceiving through the lens of trust or feeling its apparent absence due to the preoccupations of mental conditioning. doubt aware that simply exclaiming the word trust doesn't necessarily make it true. Words are commonly used out of context and certainly utilized to conflate what is being talked about. Regardless if it is true or accurate. The common intention, of course, is to ensure that a topic gets more attention, has elevated importance, to confer greater meaning. In the case of trust, it seems commonly used in place of words such as confidence or belief. For example, someone you've known for many years consistently gets upset 
when situations are unsatisfactory for them. Maybe you've never seen them be open and understanding. Have you given in to the belief that nothing will ever change for them? Possibly even saying that you trust this will continue because they are stubborn, beyond help, or have some karmic baggage to deal with. This use of the word is misplaced, as trust has nothing to do with future and is in fact completely devoid of assumptions and expectations. Trust is about the present, this experience, and is the direct opposite of belief. Putting trust out there as an object to gain and lose is understandable. When you have mistaken yourself for the thoughts and sensations being experienced. As you're listening to these words, reflect on what your own experiences have revealed to you. You are not your thoughts. It's never been your experience to be that which you are aware of. And obviously, you're aware of your thoughts. You could, right now, take an inventory of your experiences. For example, when you see your reflection in the mirror, are you not that which is aware the reflection. Certainly, you've not mistaken yourself for the reflection. If you can safely close your eyes while hearing these words, do you cease being aware because sight is no longer present? Of course not. Seeing is an experience. And if it can't be said that sight is happening in something, well, obviously it's happening in you, the one who is aware. In fact, Any sense of separation from your nature is an appearance. It's just that, an appearance. Using the earlier metaphor, the appearance of things is happening in the objectless space 
called awareness. And even these words can't quite capture the truth. Simply remain open to what is the current experience, the current perception, the current feeling, and see what these words are pointing towards, which is not outwards, it is sweetly inwards. As one of numerous examples, if you've ever experienced a kiss where your physical boundaries wonderfully disappear as there's no thought of yourself as a limited object, then you know what trust really is. This is the experience of being with and open to what is. Someone once told me that they had a problem with what I said to a mutual friend. I love that they shared that with me and told them as much. It turns out they didn't understand the context and quickly voiced their displeasure, which is incredibly common, isn't it? To be dismissive or ignorant of context. When it became clear that they didn't want to know what facilitated the dialogue, I asked them to at least be open to the possibility that they were unaware of the facts surrounding it. They asked if I saw the exchange between the three of us as being somehow problematic. No, I said. I trust this. Exactly as it is. And I assured them that it was quite all right that they saw a problem. So a few days later, they told me, laughing, how they appreciated that I didn't give in to their narrative and emotional state that day. I was delighted by their clear understanding and eloquence. It would seem that the encounter days before was a reminder in being open to trust in the present. With no resistance 
to an experience, all that remains is a deep sense of trust and love, which is wonderfully freeing. Do you recognize this freedom? Are you not presently aware of being aware? Thank you.